This episode of Star Wars Tonight is brought to you by Geek Fuel, a monthly subscription box for geeks and gamers alike. Get your free bonus Star Wars item by going to geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is Star Wars Tonight, episode 36, and I'm very happy to have you back with us each and every evening. I'm Riley Blanton, your host, and I'm, uh, I have here on the other side of the line, on the phones, ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, it's Mr. Justin Robert Young. How's it going, Justin? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. Welcome uh, back. I'm, yeah, no, it, it was only a year ago. Man, I wish I could go back uh, a year and just let myself know that I how much I would like that movie because I was definitely worried about it. Yes, uh, you know, right up until we saw it together, it was, it was, uh, it was that was a, that was a great moment. Oh, that I'm so it's hard to believe that we're already in this process again. I'm not ready for it. Well, no, but uh, you know, I think I can actually enjoy this movie. Uh, in, in a way yeah. that won't kind of like radically define my identity for the next 10 years. <laughs> and, and that was kind of not the case with, uh, with, with, with the force awakens. Cause it's like, you know, if that movie stinks, then it's like, you know, was, what are we doing here? No, right? There's a, lot, <laughs> like, there's a lot of consternation and yet, no, it was good. Right? And yet it was good. It and was yet good. it was good. Uh. It was so good that it kind of ruined the, 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 the Plinket review. It, oh. That was actually the way that I the way that I knew it was good is that when they did when Red Letter Media uh, did the Plinket review, it was yeah. like half of it was not even about the movie, uh. Uh, you know, and then the other half was like, I mean, this just seems like nitpicking. And also of all the people that should be cognizant of the fact that, uh, you know, uh, uh, chasing every dime out of a popular franchise can sometimes not be the best look. It should be the Red Letter Media guys. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so true. It's interesting because the Force Away, even to this day, like the um, this week was the big release of the 3D Blu-ray, where of course they very, very uh, intelligently saved most of the bonus features for the second release of the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, speaking of monetization, um, and and we're still talking about it. We're still talking about. So what did J.J. Abrams say about the flat, the Force back? And so like it, the conversation continues even in the midst of uh, going down to Rogue One. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Oh no. Without a doubt, it's uh, it's 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 certainly just a just such a fun time uh, to be a Star Wars fan, and and Rogue One kind of uh, is is kind of what you want. I mean, I guess it's just it's so heartening to kind of see Marvel on the roll that they are, and just know that at the very least, the same you know the same overarching corporate structure, which can so often um, you know just suffocate these sort of projects yeah uh is is also in charge and and you know uh if if, if we can get if, if if by the end of doctor strange i can be excited for a doctor strange sequel yeah then I, I can i can be very excited for a you know star wars meets vietnam uh movie with uh with with uh, darth vader in it you know oh dude like there and i'm gonna get you i want to get your thoughts on rogue one kind of overall because we've been we, we started star wars tonight a little bit early this year just because i needed something to keep myself sane uh so yeah that's what we're doing uh so so it's even it, we're finally now actually technically within a month of release in fact 29 days until uh for those of you who try, forgot 29 days four hours 56 minutes until Rogue One hits theater now, and we're going to talk all about Rogue One for a second. But uh, but Justin, I I have to ask you about something, a, a story that literally just crossed the proverbial desk earlier this day. 
uh, for yeah. me. And by desk, I mean my mom texted me. Sure. And this happens fairly often, actually. My mom will see like something in the news about Star Wars. Star Wars related and, and will come to you. She said, did you know? And so I got, she was like, in fact, you know, I'm going to pull this up. Literally, all I got Get was... Get it right from mom's mouth. Yeah, let's... <laughs> I mean, right here. Um, <clears throat> uh, did you hear about Carrie? <laughs> yeah. Which is <laughs> just a great, uh, you know, that's a great way to start things. Uh, and the, the question, so something that Star Wars fans have literally known for decades is now hitting the mainstream, and that is Carrie so Fisher. So that was my question. Okay, we'll, we'll say it, and then we can get yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's official. I can't, can't get much more official than being on CNN right now. Uh, Carrie Fisher writes of Harrison Ford Affair in her new book, available next week, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm an open book, Justin. What do you want to know? I mean... Well, I mean <laughs> so wait, like it's not that this isn't news because I think her writing about it openly is is probably news on some level, right? But it's like this for like I can understand here. Oh, this will be weird, but you know I can understand CNN making a big deal about this yes. because CNN hasn't you know their audience hasn't read every Star Wars you know, uh, a making of book ever. They haven't, you know, uh, been, been up on all the, 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 the different permutations of covering how that movie was made. Uh, but what surprised me was that the geek media kind of went crazy about yep. this. And it's like, number one, Carrie Fisher was promoting the movie a year ago, making jokes to Daisy Ridley about how she shouldn't bang the entire cast and crew. Like she did when she was making star Wars. So yep, it's like, yep. That was last year. And it, I like, I, I felt like it was so far out there that I was trying to think of where I first read at least the insinuation that Harrison Ford and, and Carrie Fisher had hooked up when the movie was going on. And it's like, I think it was kind of everywhere. I couldn't even pinpoint where I, I first heard it. You're not alone, Justin. I was trying to remember where I knew this because, like, the first time I was aware of it, was when I was at is one of the early celebrations I went to, and and I went to the Carrie Fisher panel, and she joked, but obviously wasn't joking about and and detailed a, a passionate sordid affair in which she hooked up with Harrison Ford in like a one of the the dressing room closets, and she was just making yeah. a she's ma she's riffing on it like being so oddly specific that you're like yeah yeah we get it we get it it's a joke yeah um and so. But you're right, it did kind of blow up in a surprising way. And and not just, you know, to be fair, you know, because we, we all know this stuff, especially people who are listening. If you're listening to Star Wars tonight, like you knew this already. The easy the easy kind of talking point in the fan community right now is like, ah, well, we all we already knew about it. Like what's what's the big deal? But to be fair, I think there is sort of a a almost uh old Hollywood charm to this story. Like the fact that this is a thing, right? That this is a that this is such a a big controversial yeah. news story. Uh, uh, oh, back to the old days of Hollywood when a thirty three year old dude could have sex with a nineteen year old. Like you know, <laughs> I mean, like really, what's changed? By the yeah. way, I just realized now that I'm the same age that uh, Harrison Ford was when he shot when he was <laughs> on Solo. So that actually makes me kind of very excited. Um, you know, although it probably would make my wife less excited if I'm working with nineteen year olds. Um, <laughs> you know. I, I think, 
maybe it, it's just a certain age range, like that uh, of the people that are not just haven't, or maybe they just haven't read a lot of the the, the back, the behind the scenes kind of thing. I mean, listen, the 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 lifestyle that I mean, all right. So let's understand this. Harrison Ford was thought to be very unreliable at that stage of his career. You know, he was he was you know joked that. Yeah, all he did was, you know, smoke weed and and had to be coaxed out of his dressing room by George Lucas when he was shooting American Graffiti. It was, <clears throat> you know, part of the reason why there were questions about whether or not he was going to play Han Solo. Uh, you know, and and Carrie Fisher, as she has in previous memoirs, documented exactly how much of a party animal she was, and and said that a lot of that was sort of kicked off while she was in London shooting those three movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, even if you had no idea, but knew that they were close, they were movie stars in the late seventies. You know, like sure. I, I don't know exactly how shocking this should be. I mean, certainly if you honor the sanctity of marriage, then you know him, you know, going out of wedlock with a nineteen-year-old is probably something fairly distasteful, at least in the abstract. But you know what who I think- knows. You know what I think touches uh, touches home so much with this story, and that is just the fact that honestly, and the scene in store is mentioning like the like right at the top. In fact, uh, excellent copy here uh, from, from the CNN writer. Um, basically, uh, it, well, basically, essentially, it was saying, yeah, you know that 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 passionate romance everyone fell. Of? I love you. I know it was like, <gasps> was it real? It was there. It was happening. Maybe it wasn't acting after all. <laughs> I mean, sure. sure like you know uh but is that it do we just really want to believe that they're really a couple is that is that like is it just really elaborate decades long shipping i mean i think that's a factor man i th- i think it is but you know what allow me allow me to just um Give you an additional treat on the story before we before I think okay. we, we beat a dead horse. I just wanted to sure. do a little uh, reading for you because yeah. it, it, this isn't this is the excerpt that was published to People magazine. <clears throat> are you re- are you ready? I don't, know, I don't know if you're ready, Justin. Uh, oh, I think I, I think I think I've read it, and I've I'm lo- more than ready. I'm I very looked excited. over at Harrison, a hero's face. A few strands of hair fell over his noble, slightly furrowed brow. How could you ask such a shining specimen? Of a man to be satisfied with the likes of me. That, that I feel like this could be literally Diamond Club. This could almost uh, well, uh, you know. I mean, she's a hell of a writer. I mean, that, that I don't think that's been much of a secret, right? I mean, she's had best-selling books before that she's written. So, well, I mean, uh, now I kind of want to read this book now. Well, I mean, well, she's great. I mean, listen, Carrie. You know, if, if anything, if there's a criticism I had of, of Princess Leia in. Uh, the new Star Wars is that they didn't let her be more Carrie Fisher. You know, I think that that you know her her sassing around uh, is 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 such an untapped resource, and uh, you know she is obviously just whip whip uh, 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 you know quick when it comes to you know her her yeah her sense of humor. So uh, I'm I'm pumped for it. I think, and also I'm good for Carrie Fisher for cashing it. Yeah. You want to know what? If Star Wars is going to come around again and everyone's going to need to ask her Princess Leia questions and she's going to have to answer a billion metal bikini, metal bikini questions in, <laughs> in, in the next year when she does press for the new movie, then uh, then you want to know what good for her for cashing in again. 
Yeah. That, well, uh, definitely, definitely. Stay tuned. In fact, I didn't even realize that she had a memoir coming out, and now I do. So I think the story did it. That's it. That's else. the point. Listen, go to Amazon right now. Go ahead and pre-order it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Available now. Uh, all right, so we're, let's get into Rogue One. Um, I, we've, we've talked about Catalyst that just came out, the prequel novel. We've talked about all of these international trailers and TV spots. Justin, I have no idea how much you've been tracking along, like every detail, or if you're just kind of following the overall hype. Um, I'm really interested to just get your take on where you are now that we're less than a month out. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get Justin's take right after I tell you about our sponsor for this episode. That's Geek Fuel. Uh, Geek Fuel is a monthly mystery subscription box that you yourself can obtain at geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Each month they send you five to seven geeky items as well as a t-shirt. And if you use our URL, that's geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. You can get your free bonus Star Wars item. That's right. 50 bucks of value, $15 plus shipping and handling. Geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Now, Justin, tell me all mm-hmm. about Rogue One. Well, uh, it's a movie, Riley, oh. and uh, it, it is about the Star Wars. Um, so, uh, uh, Will it make 10 men feel like 100? <laughs> well, listen. It, it, it will. It will. It will certainly make uh, uh, me feel like an idiot for saying that I'd never get excited about a Star Wars prequel again. Um, <laughs> well, uh, like, all right. So, it's it's a movie that definitely had some of its behind the scenes grumblings during the production, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. know, that was yep. something that happened. Um, it, it. I think it's in a weird place in terms of pressure you know uh, i think we're all ready to see a a new kind of star wars story because for as much as i think we all loved episode seven it very i think deliberately was a very familiar star wars story that wanted yeah. to reassure audiences that that this was going to be a new era that would honor a certain segment of its past and not maybe another segment of its past. He said diplomatically. <laughs> um, but I think getting uh, spreading the wings a little bit more in this universe uh, was something that uh, is something that I think a lot of people want to see and they want to see it here. If this movie though, isn't great, I don't think it will dampen excitement for episode eight, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's in, it's in a bit of a weird, a weird space. Uh, because I feel like it could be good or it could be not good. And, and ultimately I don't think everybody, any, anybody will be particularly shocked. You know, it's interesting because as much as people like to make various iterations of the Marvel comparison, the one I think that you just sort of alluded to that I want to bring forward a little bit is the fact that that is very much in the same vein as Marvel. In fact, if we think about Guardians of the Galaxy right before it came out, you know, if it turned out that that was like just another Thor two, it wouldn't have been that bad. Then we would have all said, "Well, we'll wait for a, we'll all wait for Age of Ultron because that'll blow everything out of the park." All right, uh, yeah. But, uh, but at, we're in the same place with this, with this film, where it has the ability to where certainly I think expectations are high, but they're not just like make or break the franchise. No, certainly not. Right? You yeah. know, it's it's. I think people are just rooting for it to be good, which is. You know, listen. There's there's a a lot of ways that um that it could not be good, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but 
I think people just want something different too. So yeah. they, they want something that is Star Wars that doesn't feel exactly like another Star Wars movie that doesn't go to a desert planet that then doesn't go to a cold space station, right? Yeah. Uh, although I think both of those settings are probably in this movie, but like the idea that now we're seeing those like crystal blue water, certainly evocative kind of apocalypse now or other Vietnam era sort of war movies uh, is is interesting. You know, the fact that there's mm-hmm. a lot of kind of surface level shooting, uh, shooting in the camera sense, uh, like upward toward ATAT walkers is, is interesting. You know, I think yeah. that there's that, that's a, that's a perspective that we had not previously seen. So, uh, I, I suspect that in the vein of, uh, some of the Marvel movies, this will be a script that has been written and rewritten and rewritten, uh, and therefore will kind of bear the hallmarks of having a very uncomplicated uh, uh, heroes on a mission sort of plot that will be probably a little bit more clever than we expect uh, and have some charming, uh, charming uh, roles. You yeah, know? no, definitely. Uh, and and I think if that's that. With a, a, a credible, violent Darth Vader, then it has the capability to be extraordinarily successful. They're not, they're not too shy of Vader. Like a lot of the trailers, even the new international trailers that we've been seeing in the last couple of weeks, they all like to have that little uh, cherry on top, that one last shot of Vader doing his thing. Um, yeah. Which, uh, which, which raise, I mean, they, I'm sure they understand you're, when you show Darth Vader in your trailer, People show up to your movie expecting Darth Vader. Yeah, and I think that he's going to be, you know, he'll 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 like he'll come in and have three amazing scenes. Yeah. That'll be my guess. Is that you know, it'll be he will be in it as much as the Joker was in Suicide Squad, and hopefully it's a better movie than Suicide Squad. <laughs> Which I didn't hate Suicide Squad, but. Hopefully it's a better movie than Suicide Squad. Don't tell me what to say. Uh, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, I, I'm excited. It's, it's, um, and it is. It's everyone I've talked to a lot of the returning uh, guests from last year, Justin, and then even for myself, we're at this weird place where it's just not the same, but we don't know what that not the same is, right? Um, but I like that because it, I think it gives more room to process the film without the weight and expectations that comes from, you know, six previous saga films, and then certainly. Uh, coming out of the prequel era, which fundamentally is two different generations of fans, much less the fact that an entire swath of pop pop culture just absolutely hated those last uh, the last three. So that that's such a challenge yeah. to address um, without you know addressing it too much or without overthinking it and without undersimplifying it. And so the fact that Force Awakens did such an amazing job. Uh, and, and filling, ev- fulfilling everyone's expectations. Like, the greatest complaint for The Force Awakens is, well, you know, it was really close to that other really good Star Wars movie. Uh, the fact that yeah. that was it, I'm okay with that. And so I'm excited to hopefully get some twists, some surprises. And as, as our good Australian friend, uh, Steel Saunders, uh, would say, we're very excited to see Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, let me tell you, Justin, the yeah. Aussie excitement for Ben Mendelsohn is just off the charts. Is it Mendelssohn mania? Is, Yo, it, is it is it taking over oh, everything? I kid you not. There was uh, his podcast where there was le- nothing but ten minutes analyzing the the enunciation of the pronouncement of the word uh, immeasurable. Just <laughs> the power, 
is immeasurable. <laughs> All right. That's so funny. Yeah, no, it's a thing, man. Uh, it's a thing. All right, well, I have uh, two uh, last parting questions. Nothing. They, they might be a little heady, but I'm just kind of curious on your succinct thoughts. But Justin, I'm doing kind of, we have a bunch of different rotating guests coming out throughout the year. I've got a fun little holiday project I'm putting together, and I'm going to be cutting together as a as a kind of big supercut podcast at the end of the year. So I'm just curious because we talk around all this stuff. We're in the weeds. We're nerding out about each of the new trailers. We're talking about uh, how Ben Mendelsohn pronounces the word immeasurable. Um, sure. <laughs> I want to just get your uh, thoughts on two questions. And one is broadly, culturally speaking, uh, what is it for you, Justin Robert Young, that makes uh, Star Wars so special? Well, on a meta level, it, it's hard to separate the fact that everybody knows it from the fact that it's so good, right? Yeah. Like, not only is it something that is very unique, but it is this cultural touchstone. One of my favorite parts about Dragon Con, for example, is just the fact that, you know, you can walk up to somebody and you don't realize how many times you meet somebody new that is also into things that you kind of have to have this you know, feeling each other out like two dogs that needed a dog park, like sniffing each other's butts before you realize that you can actually have the conversation that you want. Right. That like, it's like, Oh, well, what kind of stuff are you into? What do you like? Oh, were you into the comics or the books? Yada, yada, yada. Right. Um, yeah. This star Wars is kind of the ultimate shorthand. Cause like no matter what star Wars, not only is so great by itself, but it also, kind of leads you into so many more conversations. So like that's the meta level in terms of the story. I mean, it's, it's science fantasy at its best. And, and for everybody, you know, anywhere between, you know, Lord of the Rings and, uh, Star Trek, like it's, it's the best of both, you know, it's, it's got such an amazing, uh, such an amazing feeling to it. It's got such an amazing, uh, you know, a, a set of tools to play with. Uh, you know, put that against the war element, and and it really is just, uh, you know, the the, the story so exceptional. You know, the the, the visuals are so great. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess to me, it is in a world of cruddy world building. You know, it it built the best world, if yeah. that makes any sense. No, definitely. I, I I couldn't agree more. And then for you personally, like beyond just like the story broadly, how's Star Wars kind of impacted you? Um, how has it impacted me? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many? I, I I again, you know, I I can't count how many <laughs> friends I've made that just start with. Yo, dude, do you like Star Wars? Yeah, man, I like Star Wars too. <laughs> you know, it's just that simple. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's this, 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 this glue, right? And and people find each other, and you get to, you know, talk and think about it, and and, you know, it's it's it, it's even this kind of touring test for people with imagination, right? Like you can just, you know, you can just talk about Star Wars and, you know, at, at, a, at a bare minimum, somebody that you're talking to has the imagination to go in certain places that people who don't watch Star Wars don't. Yeah. No, that's so true. It's so true. I'd say, it's always fascinating to hear some of the different answers and some of the commonalities as well. And I'm excited. I, I appreciate you uh, 
uh, checking in with us on that. And and really, Justin, really appreciate you coming back on board. It was such a such a fun ride last year, counting down to uh, the Force Awakens. And I'm, we're 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 slowly getting back to that kind of sense of excitement. So I'll tell you what, man. I'd love sometime next month as we get really close to the movie release, we'd love to have you back for sure. Uh, absolutely. I would be uh, thrilled to be here. Absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Justin Robert Young, of course, on Twitter. It's at Justin R. Young, and he does all the podcasts. Uh, Justin, uh, what would uh, Star Wars fans be interested in that you do? Uh, let folks know where they can find your podcasting awesomeness. Uh, if you like the idea of sports radio, but you hate sports, uh, then I would very much highly recommend our recently completed season of FSL Tonight. That is a podcast that I do with Daily Tech News Show host uh, uh, Tom Merritt, uh, wherein we provide a weekly radio update for a league comprised of teams made up of popular science fiction and fantasy franchises, both from books, television, movies. Uh, it is – if that made any sense to you, you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> it's it's so nerdy. You regain your virginity after listening to it. Uh, it is – one of my favorite things that I do, and uh, and and certainly if you are listening to a show about Rogue One about to come out, then indeed you qualify, friend. Yes, yes, definitely. Justin, thank you so much as always. It's awesome to talk to you, and uh, man, I'm I'm looking forward to at some point uh, we're gonna we, we shall meet again. I'm sure we will cross paths uh, at DragonCon if not, because that's like the that's our that's the geek home. Uh, so, man, appreciate it. We'll let you go, and we'll uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. Talk to you soon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Robert Young. Dude. Dude's awesome. Dude is amazing. Uh, guys, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at Star Wars Tonight, as well as me. I'm on Twitter. It's at The Riley Guy. And we do thank uh, the, our sponsor for this week, uh, Geek Fuel. Uh, make sure you check them out again, geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. And, of course, don't, don't let me forget uh, our Patreon supporters. Huge, huge th- uh, thank you to everyone who directly supports the program on Patreon. Uh, it means the absolute world. And in fact, this week I do want to say a special shout out. We got a brand new patron on board, uh, Craig McFarlane. We do appreciate you jumping on. Uh, all cheer. Uh, a toast to Craig with my water bottle here. <laughs> a toast to you, Craig. We thanks, uh, thank you for supporting us. If you want to check out how to support uh, Star Wars tonight, this nightly countdown project, uh, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. That's where we also release our Friday episode. So uh, we do all the live shows Monday through Thursday, and you can catch our Friday, our special Friday edition at the Patreon page. Man, uh, good times, good times. We'll talk to you guys, well, tomorrow as we get ready to uh, continue our countdown to Rogue One. I have to, like, make sure I have uh, our guests correct uh, because I don't want to I don't want to misuse the the thing uh, tomorrow. Oh, Joey Tavano is tomorrow, Thursday, of course, of Retro Zap and Brews and Blasters. Uh, he will be on tomorrow's episode and we should be in studio for that one as well. So without that should be live at 7 p.m. Facebook.com slash Star Wars report until next time. May the force be with you. <laughs>